It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Okay, Brian, is this what's right, Brian? I uh, want to thank you. Uh, so f- much for going ahead and filling out this questionnaire. I understand somebody told me you were a little reluctant to do so because you, well, I guess you're like a lot of us, you'd rather talk about it than write about it. I don't know. You know, I, I never argue with anybody about that. You could be correct. But I, I use this questionnaire so that I, when we finally do meet one another, I have an idea on when... When you're looking for something or what you're coming from or, you know what I'm saying, so we can get right into the heart of the matter. And now I'm looking down at the questionnaire and there's that obvious question, which is why have you come here today to seek counsel? And your response is, what is my destiny? I want to know my destiny. You know, the the fascinating thing about that, Brian, is that it may be the only thing, destiny, may be the only thing that the religious person and the atheist share in common. The idea that, I guess we were born, and and that there's some sort of plan for our lives, and we're on the search to find it so we can, well, I guess we can link up with our ultimate happiness. I I really don't know where this notion ever came from. Possibly it was Shakespearean or maybe part of the grim fairy tales. I guess it could go back to Greek mythology. Destiny. I think too often it just gives us an excuse for feeling miserable about where we are. If we feel we haven't found that wonderful plan for our lives. It just underlines where our troubles have come in. And I don't, want, I don't want to mislead you and start a series of counseling sessions together without you totally understanding that I not only, I not only don't believe in destiny, but I think destiny may be one of the most dangerous things we can pursue. I noticed that kind of surprises you. I hope hope it doesn't disappoint you too much. Just look at it this way, Brian. If you're living in the United States and and you were born into a house where you got enough money to pay the rent and at least enough money to borrow to fix the roof if needed, the idea that there's a destiny that's going to reveal itself and make things bigger and better, it's, it's enticing. In other words, I'm living in this small house because I'm waiting for my mansion, my destiny, my ultimate. We certainly love those stories. Born in a log cabin, a simple country lawyer becomes president of the United States because it was his destiny to hold the Union together back in 1861 and eventually Free the slaves. Of course, Brian, I got to tell you, 
that way of telling the story does leave out all the defeats, the disappointments, and the great sadness that came into the life of Abraham Lincoln. He had to push through all those to overcome because his, his destiny certainly didn't do anything to chase Abraham Lincoln down. No, Honest Abe did most of the chasing himself. Now, you, 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 I guess you may wonder why I'm adamantly opposed to the idea of destiny. Because Listen, look, look at it this way. I know you're a compassionate fellow. What if you were born in the streets of Haiti, where simply getting daily food can be an impossible task? If you're living in a shack in Haiti, what is your destiny? See, destiny is a dream only for those who don't live in a nightmare. And it's foolish. I do believe. And here's why. It's because of free will. There is no such thing as partial free will or floating free will or occasional free will. We certainly see that with our own children, don't we? If we tell them that they can stay up until 9 o'clock at night and then suddenly we explain that this is not destiny and then we start trying to put them to bed at 8.30, we will be in store for a tussle. Why? Because, why? They're free will creatures. And when we take free will away from human beings, we end up with superstition. And superstition makes people afraid. And, and if people stay fearful, Brian, they eventually lose their love. And when they lose that love, they start fighting with each other. Then, while they're fighting, they start believing they were supposed, supposed to fight with each other. And destiny will decide which one is right. It's ridiculous. Let me give you two simple principles, Brian. Then you can decide whether you want to hang around and get any further counsel. The first principle is that there is no plan. The, future's, the future is yours to do with what you feel you should do with it. And secondly, when it comes to the issue of God and his will or his plan, the Bible itself says God is a spirit can't see spirits. So God has decided to inhabit, and now there's a great word, to inhabit, to express himself and physically manifest before our eyes by using science, Mother Nature, and other human beings around us. Science, Mother Nature, and other human beings around us. I had this young woman talk with me and she said here's what she said Brian she, she said she'd lost her faith in God so I asked her I said well do you think science is still working gravity is still in motion or, or in falling whichever way you look at it she chuckled and said yes then I said to her that the sun still rising up and going down she nodded 
And finally, my lady, I said, are human beings still being human? Yes, she said. Then she gave me a big frown. But what's that got to do with God? And I said to her, this is what I told her, Brian. I said, that's the God we got. Since he's a spirit, the only way he appears to us in a physical way and touches us is through science. The study and respect for Mother Nature and the human beings who come our way to relate to us, to embrace us, to challenge us, and offer us opportunities to even be generous. This is why if you plan to pursue your own destiny, the one of your choice, then the first thing you must learn is the control and release concept. Control and release. It may sound crazy, but most of what we do in life involves a simple decision on whether we're going to control it or we're going to release it. Take love, for instance. What should we do with love? Should we release our love to another person or should we control our love and focus it on one area over another or one person right now over another? The same thing is true with hate, unfortunately. Do we control our hate or do we release it on the other people? Do we control and do we find a way to heal our hearts of the animosity? Can we control our fear? Do we release it? If you want to successfully find your destiny, I'm talking about one of your own making, with your creation and your effort. First, you have to decide what you want to control in your life and what you want to release. Of course, this even goes for virtues and vices. What should I keep? What do I control? What do I release? I don't know if you remember this. So many things have come and gone. I don't know whether it's even around much anymore, but I do recall something called Hamburger Helper. Do you recall that at all? A glimmer of... (laughs) A glimmer of recognition. Actually, the reason I bring it up is because Hamburger Helper worked on a very simple concept. I think it was made by General Mills. Not sure about that. But anyway, they gave you this box. And in it was some sort of noodle or rice and a seasoning mix. Now, written on the outside of the box was, combine these ingredients with one pound of your own meat. Hamburger, in this case, usually. The hamburger helper people were counting on you to bring the meat. There was plenty of spice in the box. Pasta was provided, but it was up to you to bring the meat. Our life is hamburger helper. If you're a person of faith, you're in pursuit of God, but to find God, you go to science, Mother Nature, and humanity. He brought us these things because science is like the, like the pasta. He brought this seasoning mix, which is Mother Nature mixing everything in and giving it flavor. And the human beings around us being the stirring, 
But it's up to you. I don't know. It's up to me, too. It's up to each of us to bring the meat. Bring the meat of your talent. What can we really do? Not what we wish we could do or what we're hoping, but what has proven itself to be available to us now. We have to bring the meat of our willingness. Here's here's my definition of willingness. Once we find out what is going to be required, are we going to bring what it takes? But also we have to bring the meat of a solid idea. Now, you might want to call this a dream, a wish. You could even call it a vision. But it's something that you understand as a person. And you have an inclination of what your, your goals are. Because you know where to start. Destiny becomes a problem because God has given us free will. I, I have not heard that that has been taken back. And for those people who don't believe in God, then simply being born has bestowed one life for us wherein we may make choices. There's no plan except the one you want to design and pursue. But the world around us provides science, what we have to work with. Then there's nature, which is, which is showing us how things work together. And humanity, which is who we're going to be working with. That's our hamburger helper box, Brian. We're, we're, we're challenged to bring the meat. Throw it in there, cook it together. And maybe we come up with something else we want to throw in there too to make it even more tasty. So I can easily tell you, if you don't mind hearing it, is that your destiny is to take your free will and mingle it with science, nature, and humanity, which is the God we actually see in our physical world. And then bring the meat of your talent, the meat of your willingness, and the meat of your singular purposeful idea and mix it all up. I, 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 I just recalled the slogan for Hamburger Helper. Hamburger Helper, it makes a great meal. For Brian, you see the good news is when you take your free will and you work with science, nature, and humanity, well, the better news is when you add your soul into it, it makes for a great life. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com. <laughs>